Hello, welcome to episode 61 of Going 19, the Stephen King podcast. Today is part two of our discussion on Low Men in Yellow Coats, the first story from Hearts in Atlantis by Stephen King. I am Ed, with me are Allie and Amber. So let's start the show. So how about um, what he's actually supposed to be doing that he's not doing? <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess we got to get to that. It's 12 o'clock. These um, lone men. <laughs> yeah, why are they wearing yellow coats? So, um, for me, after I read this story, see, this this was what was fascinating. And I, I didn't realize this the first time, but this time, like, he took a bunch of ordinary stuff that you, like, see every day just about in your normal life and made it into something mysterious and terrifying. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Like, like I, I definitely can't. walking my dog the other night. I saw a lost dog poster. And I was like, <laughs> See, I have a picture. I forgot to send it to you guys. Uh, we were in Giant, and there was a goddamn like on the post-it board at you know in the hallway, the pegboard. There was it was a lost dog, and it was fucking upside down. Like no way. There's no way. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> We were talking about this last weekend, but like I, I definitely saw like some of the strangest lost pet signs after I read this the first time, and I'm like, how does he do this? (laughs) Yeah, you'll you'll you will never see a lost pet sign the same again. You're just gonna be like, "Mm -hmm, where they at? I know they're around here somewhere. And like, I'm not gonna lie, when I see like classic cars, I don't know if they've talked as much about the cars yet, but like that, like gaudy vehicle i'm like oh god where are they <laughs> yeah have you ever seen anybody in a yellow coat i don't really i picture like a like a georgie trench coat when when they say that <laughs> it's hard to picture that i also i didn't realize i didn't remember that low was like um like a euphemism for dumb <laughs> I, I thought it was more a euphemism for like shady and criminal element i don't i didn't realize okay. that dumb necessarily okay. i'd have to find it because i remember specifically being like oh that's what that means the other book that he read oh have you guys read lord of the flies yeah well, I thought that was funny because I'm like, I guess it wasn't in the curriculum like, curric- curriculum yet, but like everybody read it when I was in middle school. I actually never had to read it for school. Oh, well, maybe it was just my school. <laughs> I didn't read it for school. I read it for shits and giggles. Uh, we had to read five books every summer in my school. That never made it. No, this was one of the ones in our English class in eighth grade. I remember specifically. <laughs> Clearly, he's a big fan. Um, but I, like, like I said, Bobby is Stephen King. I'm pretty sure because it's. Oh, I'm like- sorry. Real quick, you're right. Well, well, we're both right. Page fifty-two. It says low men. Ted said, "I use low in the Dickensian sense, meaning fellows who look rather stupid and rather dangerous as well." I think, I think you saw Charles Dickens, Dickensian. Yeah. <laughs> Like eighteen hundreds. I don't know what that means in the Dickensian sense. <laughs> yeah, like what the? I don't know what that means at all. <laughs> I guess yeah, so these Dickensian characters running around back then. I mean, I can picture like Sweeney Todd would be a Dickensian error. Uh, Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> well, I don't think he was killing anybody. I don't think he was a low man. At least I hope not. <laughs> That'd be an interesting story. Though. I just mean I'm trying to picture the aesthetic. <laughs> Yeah, like, do you remember the one lore we watched with the guys that were, they were like grave robbers and they ran out of bodies, so they started killing people to, yeah, and like the, the way they lived in like the basements in these little rooms and like the slums, uh, that's that's what I'm picturing. Uh, All right, anyway, sorry, I don't remember what we were talking about before. Lo- uh, what a low man is? No, before that. Um, nothing. The cars. <laughs> Not like we're doing a podcast or anything. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I mean, there's 
I don't know how much there is really to. We're not really getting into the mysterious stuff yet. So Ted basically <laughs> says, if you see anything out of the ordinary, and I don't, I don't remember how he says it, but ordinary. Basically, just like report back to me if you see like kite tails without the kite strapped around wires or the stars and crescents around hopscotch grids and yeah, lost post lost pet posters and people that don't belong or you don't know. Yeah, yeah, I like how Sully John's just uh, you guys should read the rest of that book because he's really funny in some of the other parts of that book, he's really awesome. He's so full of energy. He's like, pow, pow, pow. He's just like a 12-year-old kid. I can just see it. That uh, scene where he does the thing and he's like, oh, he was the most hilarious. I'm like, that must be an 11-year-old boy thing because that's not funny. <laughs> what did he do? Uh, I don't know. He did something like that. He like jumped up and he like, pow, pow. Oh. And then Bobby yeah. thinks like, Sully John is the most hilarious kid I've ever met. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I would have to give up the gun soon, but not today. <laughs> He's like, because yeah, because a twelve-year-old worries about still being a kid. Yeah. Um. It's also the. So I know we read the carnival part. I don't think we've gotten into the why after, but um. When Bobby just like knew where the card was. Oh, the guy with the the three-card money. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool too. He's just like, mm, it's here. <laughs> he was very timid about that. So, so yeah. So, Ted clearly has some, like, powers going on here. I'm not sure exactly what they are. Uh, yeah. But when Bobby touched him, he became, oh. like, a super psychic for a little while. I thought that's what, uh, that's what I was trying to say earlier. And you said we don't know that yet. Oh, well, okay. I didn't yes. realize when when Ted looks at Bobby, he's thinking about other worlds, but also he's reading his mind, and he's like, "Yeah, you're right. There are other worlds." Okay, I didn't I didn't realize what you. I thought you were going somewhere else. So. No, or I wasn't sure where you were going, so I was, just be careful. <laughs> um. So yeah, Ted has powers of some sort. Yeah. Well, he can obviously like read minds too, which I think he's yeah. awesome, but he's doing that the whole time, and Bobby doesn't even realize it until like the last time. He's like, "Wait a minute." I was thinking that. Like Ted answers things. There's like two or three examples where Ted answers him and Bobby never said it and he doesn't yeah. realize that. <laughs> well, I don't think I realized until the last part where you read it and like Bobby has a thought that Ted answers out loud and he's like, but I didn't actually say that. Like, did he just read my mind? Yeah. That's, he... Which, so I'm, I, I guess I'll have to go back and reread because if he's done that before now, I kind of want to catch it. <laughs> it's a, it's he did. Very, it was very, it's very subtle. Like, I think it's very well written. <laughs> yeah. It's like works it in, like, you know, past the salt, I can read your mind. Right. It reminds me, honestly, of Aaron from The Witching Hour and, like, how, like, he's just able to, like, charm people and they almost don't even realize that he's reading their mind. <laughs> mm, yeah. Uh, are you guys watching that? I only watched yeah. what we watched. Yes. Uh, what uh, else is it on? What? Is Paramount? What? Um, is it uh, AMC. Oh, okay. So I don't have AMC. Was it streaming on? on uh, AMC Plus? No, I swear it's on something else. It might be on Shutter. I'm not sure. I don't have Shutter. I just I don't know. It's on my DVR, so I don't I don't know where else it is. I know it's on AMC Plus. You can see it like the day before if you pay for that. Yeah, I think it's on Paramount. Okay. I have Paramount. Wait. Let me I have Paramount, so I can check it out on that. That might be a better way to go because then I can get rid of the commercials. Or well, <clears throat> Paramount's through Walmart Plus, so I don't pay for that either. But at least there's less commercials. How does this say? This says it's on Disney. How is that possible? <laughs> it's, it's not <laughs> Disney. There's no way in fucking hell it's on Disney. Yeah. Disney owns AMC. Do they? I don't. I don't know. They own everything else, right? <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> I wouldn't well, be surprised. Disney does have Deadpool on it now. Well, that. Well, Deadpool's part of Marvel. So that, yeah. I get that. 
I'm right. not concerned about like the the crime. I just mean I didn't think AMC was Disney. <laughs> like, is anyway. The Walking Dead on there? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> anyway, where are the Walking? Dead? I don't know. I don't. Kevin, what's that? I just want to watch the last episode. But then I was like, but they keep showing the commercials, and I don't know anybody in the commercials anymore, so I don't even care if they die. I gave up a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, like there's nobody. Well, I think Norton, what's his name? Um, Daryl's still there. And I think Carol, of all people, is still there. I think I saw her. But... Great. Oh. My favorite. <laughs> I like I liked Carol. You like Carol? <laughs> I mean, I like Daryl, so. I liked Carol, I think, because of The Mist more than The Walking Dead. I was like, oh, it's Carol from The Mist. Or that wasn't. Mrs. Ah, damn it, what's her name? Mrs. Carmody is the bad one, and Carol's like the one that's with the guy that has the daughter, and I can't remember his name either. Yeah, I don't remember. You know, I'm talking about like in the shop when they were in the, the grocery store, they, they it became like the god part and the non god part, and they were fighting each other. Was she on the non god part? Yes, she was with the protagonist guy. Yeah. She was helping him. Um, we were yeah. recently. This is so random, but um, there was like a snowstorm coming recently and I was at a giant and, you know, they have the big glass like walls. Uh-huh. And the way it looked outside was exactly like the mist and people inside were freaking out because like there was a storm. And it was like, I was like, this is too real right now. I can't do this. Like... <laughs> Take ordinary shit and you'll never look at it. Like every time I go to the grocery store and I look at those windows, I'm like, what if there was like a big giant, like, bug thing with tentacles out there that's the creepiest part sorry such a tangent but of that story is that you just you don't even know what you're dealing with (laughs) no and but you know it's not good and i don't trust glass for anything way too much glass for me (laughs) yeah i'm gonna go lock myself in the freezer uh he uh so Bobby has the adult library card. He mentions how he's done with the Hardy Boys and Tom Swift. I used to. I grew up on the Hardy Boys. I read everything, everything they ever. I mean, I like, I like that he mentioned Nancy Drew too, because I'm like, oh, I didn't know boys read Nancy Drew. <laughs> yeah, I read some, but you know, she was like the Hardy Boys' cousin or something. So yeah, obviously, I was more into that than. Right. But they teamed up. They teamed up sometimes. Um, and it was Alfred Hitchcock and the Three Investigators. They used to read those, I don't know. but it was the same thing. It was, the, I don't know why they called it Alfred Hitchcock because he wasn't really part of it. It was just like an Encyclopedia Brown. Do you, you guys, oh, I liked Encyclopedia Brown. Yeah, I love the way he figured shit out. That fascinated me. Like, why didn't I see that? Um, so enough <laughs> of my childhood uh books. Um, but I was kind of sad. He was like, oh, the days of the Hardy Boys are behind him. I don't know who Tom Swift and Rick Brandt and Boomba, Bomba the Jungle Boy are. But, um, I remember. Uh, well, kinda, well for me, it was when I found Stephen King. Like that, That's when I left those books behind. That's what I was going to say. It's not that you're not interested in the stories any longer, but once you're at a certain reading level, like it's just really hard to go back. Yeah. Like, I've... You know, there are definitely Steve. things Never. that I've read that I like. Why did I read that? But I love the story. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Once you go, once you go, Stephen King, you, you don't go back. You want more and more and more and more. And then everything else starts. You're like, wow, this reminds me of Stephen King because of this. <laughs> right. Right now, I can't go near a grocery store window or uh, a telephone pole. That's well, just. I just, I just met other authors. I'm like, how does this relate to Stephen King? <laughs> Uh, well, most of the authors I read, except I would say Anne Rice, I found her on my own. But I know maybe Dean Koontz. Did he come from Stephen King? I know because of Stephen King. Like he's either written with them or talked about them or something. I'm like, okay. Well, if he says it, then I'm going to check it out. Oh, except for Joe. <laughs> well, yes. I guess, I guess your disappointment was that it wasn't good. <laughs> well, you know, I I didn't realize he was just joking. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I had no idea who that guy was. And Stephen King was like, oh, my God, it's the best book ever. It's so good. You got to read it. And I was like, OK, I can get with that. If he's recommending that highly, it's got to be pretty good. And I was like, wait, just a goddamn minute. 
I know who, <laughs> I know who Joseph Hillstrom King is. Um, but how so, do you expect him to talk? Like, yeah, there's a new book. It's not anything near like mine, but probably- I mean, I probably would have done this. Like, if you wrote a book, I'd probably do the same thing. Best book I ever read. Everybody did. Yeah. Yeah, you know, could he could have told me it was his kid, so I would know to temper my. I never did read it. I have like three of them. I haven't read any of them. Disclaimer: This is my child's book, but then that would totally ruin the <laughs> See, but it's just so it's not a real endorsement. Isn't that funny? How it's like normally you want your parents to endorse you, but in this case, it's like he's so much better than you. <laughs> yeah, don't. Yeah, I mean, I, they I didn't like really have box a lot. Which one? Heart shaped box. To be fair, I've never read anything, so I'm only mimicking your opinion. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I I don't have a problem with them, and I'm I'm assuming I think Joe's like my age, um, like fifty-ish now. Um, so, but I don't. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> My, well, my point was going to be I may have to start liking him because at some point his dad's going to die and I won't have oh. anything else to read. Um, but he doesn't really write the kind of stuff his dad does. He does he does some graphic novels. Like, that's his thing. He takes he likes to write graphic novels and turn them into Netflix shows. Again, I wouldn't want to copy exactly what my dad does. Yeah. No, and he shouldn't. Um, I don't even know that he should try writing anything. Um, try a different but, profession. <laughs> Right. Oh, I've enjoyed his stuff. I'm, personal. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm being facetious, obviously. But, uh, <laughs> I, I have not uh, read any of his stuff because I was so annoyed that he, like, tried to trick me. <laughs> so, oh, which is still funny uh, to me. Like, what did you expect uh, him to say? <laughs> I, you know, yeah, I expected him to say, uh, this is the greatest book in the history of the world, and it's written by my kid. Good luck. And then you would have uh, went, oh, okay, I'm not reading it. <laughs> I would have gave it a chance. I have to say, um, Lock and Key, I feel like I should really like, and I just don't. I keep trying to get into it, and I just, I just, I don't get into it. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but it's I a, don't. it's a um, graphic novel. Like there's, they, they move into this house, their dad dies, you know, classic Stephen King. Um, uh, and they find some secrets in the house. They basically find these keys, and each key does something like one key lets you travel anywhere in the world. One key lets you like see and read someone else's thoughts. So there's all these keys, and there's these bad people that want the keys. There's like ghosts and demons that are after them. So it is a good idea, but I just can't get into it. I, and I, I'm sitting there watching it, going, "Do I hate this because of who it is?" And I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> Um. So, but at some point, I mean, fuck. What? My dad just turned seventy-four, I think. So Stephen King will be seventy-six this year, I think. I think he's two years. He's seven. He's nineteen forty-seven, I think. Um. So at some point, it's going to run out, and I really dread that day. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean. Uh, yeah, it doesn't. Not that it makes it any better, but if there's one person who will leave a legacy behind, I think he has accomplished that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, when when the the music does stop, uh, hell, I could just go back to the beginning, and that would take me another ten years to fucking yeah. read all that. <laughs> um, mean, look how many times you've read The Tower, and it's still just as exciting, if not more. I don't know every time. <laughs> I have, yes. Well, see, for me, I get so into them and I read them so fast. Ten minutes later, I forget what the hell happened. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the problem with these. Like, I finished this, the, uh, uh, the hell are we reading? Low Men in Yellow Coats last Sunday. So I haven't really looked at it since then. So I have to, like, get back in that headspace. I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, and it was funny. I was actually reading Fairy Tale today at the gym and I kept wanting to highlight stuff. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait, no, I'm just reading this for me. I don't need to highlight <laughs> <laughs> they're like well maybe i should in case we do it one day it's already highlighted it definitely uh, like leads you to that thinking where you're like oh well, we should talk about that and you're like wait we don't i don't talk about every book i read <laughs> oh there's so much i want to talk to you guys about in that book too because there's so many easter eggs it's just ridiculous i think i told you that last week like the um there's the dark tower ones and they're, they're just all over the place and 
Like I should, <laughs> I should highlight them just so I can find them when I try to tell people about them. Um, so um, Ted's telling Bobby his job. Mom agrees to it. I'm kind of surprised by that. Yeah, I was surprised by that too. But I guess she's not, you know, like she does recognize some things. I don't know. I, I would just well, feel like she wouldn't trust Ted at all, especially if she is being, you know, taken advantage of herself. She doesn't trust Ted. And she made a point, and Bobby made a point to show how much she doesn't trust Ted. And she does it anyway because she needs Ted. So she's the worst kind of person. What's the point? I forgot. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I forget. No, Mommy, no, no. You said that she makes a point of showing that she doesn't trust him. How you said she don't think she trusts him. I, oh, oh. How does she? Like, well, the way she talks to him, uh, the cinching. What did she say? The shrinking thing she does with oh, her mouth oh, every time okay. she sees him. Um, it's very, lips. Yeah, it's yeah. very obvious that he does. She doesn't like him. Well, right. But that that's why I'm saying like, why would she trust him to to be alone with her son and to like, like it's also. You know, Bobby said this right away. He was like, it might be enough to fool me or to fool my mom, but it doesn't fool me. What's the real job? Like, it doesn't sound that. I don't know. I guess I maybe if you're an old man and you just want to be read to. <laughs> well, no, what he really wants is someone to look no. out. <laughs> I'm saying I would think that she's smart enough to realize that's not what's going on here. Yes, I agree. I'm I, I'm not buying it. She was just like, okay, unless she, uh, there, there's one way that works, and that is if she's totally distracted by the other shit that's about to happen, that's yeah. looming because she's like getting. See, that's what that's part of what I mean. Like she's getting off the phone after like maybe arguing with her boss and then laying down in bed and crying for the next hour. Like, okay, there's like, is, yeah. like her is, brain seems to be so like over full with whatever is happening with her that she can't even spare another thought for like other than yeah. does he touch you yeah i don't know did people even think that way in the 60s like like now that would be the first place you go but I'm not. well but again she would probably be more apt to think that way if because of what know. may or may not be happening to her right yeah, yeah. Um, and honestly, like, what the fuck is wrong with Ted? I have to say this carefully that he's involving Bobby because Amber, we know what he's involving Bobby in, but um, Allie doesn't necessarily know, though. So, but You're what saying... the fuck is wrong with him? Why is he getting a 12 year old involved in um, these low men that are looking for him? Why he shouldn't. What is wrong with him? He's taking him down to the goddamn shitty part of town to make a bet on a fight, I think, even though he didn't actually say what he was doing, I don't think. But we know what he was doing. Uh, when I went to watch the movie, like he stopped in the shady bar, and then like, leading up to that, he was very interested in a boxing match because I think he knows the outcome. That's what I'm talking about the gambling. So he's going to get money from... The low man, I guess you would say. Not not the low men, but low men in the shady part of town. <laughs> not the ones that so are You're saying, for. why is he doing that with Bobby? I'm saying, what the hell's wrong with him that he's involving a 12-year-old and all this? Yeah, I agree. I, I can see figures it might be the best way to watch out for him. Instead of, like, if he feels them getting closer, instead of leaving him to his own devices. I feel yes, like I would agree with you. Home is safer than bringing him in town, though. Yeah. And how do they find him? Like, I guess they're doing the same psychic the, the thing that he's doing to try to like reach out to him or something. Like, wouldn't it be better if instead of having people out looking around saying, "Oh yeah, I saw something," wouldn't it be better if he just like holed up in the house and didn't go anywhere for a little while? Well, although it's middle of July, I think, and it's pretty fucking hot up there what they said yeah i mean we don't know how they found him to begin with because he did say that like he's been able to escape them before i don't know if that's true or not but like i don't clearly they've been following him like he's been 
moving around a little bit. <laughs> and he seems better at detecting them than anything Bobby could do. He just goes into his thing and he's like, ah, oh, they're close now. And he's like, oh, moving on. Oh, right, but what if that's how they find him, too? So, like, you... Maybe they're putting him in the trance and he's not choosing it? Well, my point is, what if, like, touching and tapping into that psychic ability is how they're able to locate him in the first place? So, it, the less that he does that, the better chances he has, so... That would make sense. Yeah. I don't know. I can't, I don't, well, he doesn't, I don't think he controls it. It doesn't seem like he's doing it on purpose or when he wants to. It just. Ted? Like, yeah. Oh. Like what is making him go into those trances? Cause he just, I think the one time he was grabbing a fucking soda out of the fridge. Everybody in these books likes soda a lot too. <laughs> it must have been a thing when he was a kid. And again, I guess it's my fault. Fairy tale. Though. There's an old guy who won't talk to you until you get him a soda. So, I think I, I think I know one of Stevie's voices, but well, uh, he was like getting a root beer or something out of the out of the fridge, and he just stopped. Like, like the way I pictured, he was still leaning over with like his hand out, and he just went into a trance, and his eyes rolled up, and he's like, "They're close now." Okay, well maybe they're they're doing it to him, and I don't know. <laughs> but I'm saying I don't know what's causing the trances. The way he talks, it doesn't sound like it's coming from them. Maybe, yeah, like maybe they're casting a net and that makes me go into a trance. I think it might be them, honestly. I don't know. Up to this point, we don't know what... Well, I think the fact that you're right, the fact that he can't control it doesn't make me feel like it's really him. Like, like he would choose not to go into them if he could. <laughs> Yeah, or is it something that happens to him just by them, by their proximity? Yeah, like maybe, maybe not them doing it. Maybe it's just, I don't know what happens when it gets too close to them. Which... Also, I know that this is our protagonist. They're both, you know, the heroes of the story, but like, we don't know why they're chasing him. <laughs> what if he did something wrong? <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, like, and that's what I was saying about Bobby's mom. She doesn't know this guy. He's been there, what, a couple weeks and she's leaving her kid with him? Yeah, because, because she needs them. So, like you know, her morals and her uh, indignity only extend as far as her wallet. Yeah. Um. But yeah, because if she, it was very convenient that none of his trances happened when she was there. Her yeah. Waiting for it to happen, and it never did. <laughs> like, what would she have done then if he went into one of them trances? Would she still have went? I think I would hope not, but you never know. That's another situation, though. Like, how much of a choice did she have? <laughs> like, could she have gone to her bosses and been like, "Hey, my babysitter, like, a weird, you know, head problem. <laughs> I can't go." <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm pretty sure he's going insane. <laughs> and they're like, "Wait, your babysitter's a guy? What the hell?" <laughs> how do you abuse him? <laughs> <laughs> right? How do you take advantage of a guy babysitter? Just kidding. But, oh, I think this is where he figures it out. It's like, she'll see we've been up to something, Bobby thought. It's all over my face. And Ted says out loud, no, no, it's not. That's her power over you. You believe it. But he's like, whoa, did you just read my mind? Yeah. Like, not for the first time. I hate to break that to you. <laughs> it is kind of, I mean, Especially when you don't realize it at first, it's definitely like a violation. It's like someone's in your house and you don't know it. <laughs> yeah. What? Oh, Bobby grabbed him or something when Tim was in his trance, right? That's what happened. So I'm going to say that I think Ted is just oozing with fucking mind reading power if touching him gives you that power. Like, my God. You might call it uh, the touch <laughs> or the shine. Yeah. Oh, she's catching on. <laughs> Shine and the touch, I believe, at this point are the same thing, right? Yeah. I think the touch is a low grade version of the shine. I, I think even Elaine has a low grade version of the touch, right? Yeah, I can't remember what story he uses the touch in. Well, Elaine has the touch. Elaine. Oh, you're right. 
every time you say Elaine, I think E L, and I'm like, who is she? <laughs> um, Elaine. You're right. You're right. So is the Jake shine? Has a touch. Well, no, Elaine has a touch. Jake has a lower grade version of the touch than Elaine had. I think that's why he went. So technically, the touch is in the Dark Tower. The shine is like, obviously, the shining, but other places. Yes, but they're the same. Became the touch because we know everything gets retrofitted. Yeah. So the, if you had the shine, you also had the touch. But right, I, right. I understand that the same thing. I was trying to figure out where we heard them. <laughs> I think the shine, at least in, I don't. I guess I could look it up, but it seems to me the shine is a more powerful version of the touch. So if you have the shine, you are uh, but, uh, stronger would... than if you have the touch. I would say Ted has the shine, though. I mean, he's pretty damn powerful. Ted's a goddamn supernova, honestly. Yeah. Because uh, you, Bobby touched him, and he got the shine for a little while. Too bad that goes away. I don't think we've seen that really in a character yet that I can recall, where it's like they get like just you know little dredges of it from being touched. <laughs> well, no, I rose the hat. Do you know who that is? Who? Yeah. I wonder, from wonder Doctor Sleep. Wonder why she oh, never. Oh, oh yeah. They could have ate for fucking years off of Ted. Shit. Well, I, I meant in the stories that we've covered. I don't know. No, I was just thinking that was her whole gig. She went after psychic people and like ate their psychic stuff. You're saying Ted would have been screwed? <laughs> yeah. They, why don't they just send her after him? <laughs> right. Like. Yeah. Well, they're probably not working together. They're, they they don't seem to be dark tower villains, which is funny because like any villain should be a dark tower villain because they're I the mean, ultimate villain. <laughs> especially so considering like, when he wrote it, it was after Dark Tower. So. Well, it's like otherwise, like what's your goal? Like that's cute, but how about we talk about the end of the world now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's cute. You want to eat telekinesis off of people? Check this out. Did you know that There's the universe crazy... is falling and <laughs> crashing? Crazy red guy in a tower. Uh, it's a little more important than this. Right. Who's stuck there, apparently. <laughs> His mom was increasingly preoccupied, jumping each time the telephone rang and running to it. Increasingly preoccupied is a funny <laughs> like adjective. <laughs> I can almost picture that. It's just those two words kind of like. Like she's getting more jittery. She's getting up, pacing more often. She's probably smoking more cigarettes. And I can, I can. Pick well, up. I never thought of there being levels of being preoccupied. It's like yeah. you are or you aren't. <laughs> uh, right, but, but I agree. <laughs> there definitely are levels now that uh, I've read about that. Yeah, that's he just throws those phrases in there sometimes. Like you know what, that's really cool. <laughs> I want to get like a, I want to get a wall and just write down that stuff sometimes. <laughs> Increasingly preoccupied. Who was another one? A blue chambray work shirt. Another Something. one? Uh, that was in Fairy Tale. Um, oh. There was one in here. Uh, what did it say? I called I, my note. I called it uh, SK ism. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, a good book doesn't give away off its secrets at once. He, he said that earlier in Hearts of Atlantis because they're talking about Lord of the Flies. Um, so I was like, yep, heard that before. <laughs> Instead of doing that now, like every five pages. Is, it, oh, and that was the thing. Oh, I meant to say that. Sully, when he, they were in the park or Bobby met him in the park or something, and he was like, man, he's like, I saw them two weird guys over there. But I was like, I don't know who they are. Screw it. Moving on. And then he's like, if Sully had told them they were wearing yellow coats, maybe Bobby would have took more notice. But he didn't. So here we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like not only are Bobby supposed to be looking out for them, but like we as the reader are in on it too. So it's like, oh no, Bobby. <laughs> right. Like I was I was like, oh my God, you better ask him who the hell they are. Like I said, he doesn't do the one thing he's supposed to actually be doing. Well, he does half of it. He looks, but he doesn't report. <laughs> um, but then again, he's 12. So Ted shouldn't be relying on him to do anything. I mean, that's fair. Like, I guess we did say that earlier. Like, doesn't Ted have more power than him anyway? <laughs> and if Ted's so powerful that touching him made Bobby psychic, yeah, why can't Ted just, like, blow their minds apart when they get near him or something? <laughs> right. Like, I, I don't think Ted 
should be running from anybody. He could be like a world emperor if he wanted to or something. Because nobody it does would beg have. the question why? <laughs> yeah, why is he running and who is, well, who are the low men? Clearly, they're not the top of the chain, so who are they working for? Yeah, we can't talk about it, but I also just put that thought together. I'm like, that's who you sent to do this job? <laughs> yeah, like like the drunks and the gamblers. Like, you know, there a, are a lot of ones. Ted is pretty damn important. Like, you would think they would send, like, maybe uh, RF or whatever, MB. I can't remember. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, we can't really say why it's so damn important. So, let's just say that Ted is uh, important and I don't feel like ever sending people after him made it enough of a priority because there's no way they should have been able to fucking get anywhere near him. Yeah. Uh, the, the way I picture it, if they're in the same zip code, he can like see it. And, and couldn't he like hide him? Like they're circling looking for him. I don't know but I get the impression they know he's around at least. Like they know they're close. So can't he like like hide himself from them in a mind projection kind of way? Can he like turn off the switch so they can't like detect him? Well, I mean that's that's the thing. That, uh, uh, well, I guess we'll have to revisit this after we finish the story because like the Ted would have never mind. I can't say he would have been fine. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yes, yes. The, well. Yeah, that's that's for the next episode. Right. Yeah. I was gonna say we've gone well into the depth of over my head at this point. Yeah, sorry. I try not to do that, but sometimes it gets stuck. Um there's one trance he says all things serve the being. Yes. <laughs> Bobby's like, serve what? Uh nothing. Uh, don't worry about that. God, you don't know how true that is. <laughs> that stupid beam. He's like, Okay, what's the beam? He's like Oh, I spoke of the beam? Like, yeah, you said all things serve the beam. I think that was it. He's like, perhaps sometime I'll tell you, but not today. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're going to be telling him. I, I do feel like that would really throw him off, though. Where he's like, what's this about the beam? He's like, what What do you mean beam? How did you hear that? <laughs> right. Who was talking about beam? What beam? It'd probably, he would look up in the sky, right? Wouldn't that be right. <laughs> like, where's the beam? Is it up there? Um... Perhaps you saw only shadows. Um, so, so at the end of six, where are we at? I think mom's still gone, right? Or did mom come back yet? I don't, I don't think she's. Mom is still gone. End of six is. They're right about to go inside the pocket. Oh, they haven't done the thing yet. Okay. Uh. Uh-uh. So they're in. They're in Low Town, but they're they're so that. Post, they've seen them filled to the damned, and yeah, he spent like five pages talking about filled to the damned. I think I think he really likes that movie. Is that Children of the Damned? Shit, was it? Yes. Is that the same movie? Or is that two different movies? I think that's. I don't. Maybe know. the new, maybe the remake is Village of the Damned. Well, I know in the book it said Children of the Damned. That's an Iron Maiden song. I was uh, like, why is that so familiar? I couldn't figure that out. Uh, maybe but, the remake is Village of the because I think they both have the. I know the John Carpenter one in the eighties has the um, like the terrifying blonde kids. So and they were mentioned several times. And so I guess the remake he just changed the name for whatever reason. Stupid directors do that. Like hey. doing to my witching hour, getting a little off um, topic for that series. But what? We'll they're not following the script. At first, they were like... Oh, oh you're talking was, about the witching hour. Yeah, that was almost word for word, but now they're doing some... And, and I don't like Lasher. I don't like that guy. And You um, don't like the actor? Yeah, I don't like the... I don't like the look. Yeah. I don't like no, the way I, they have him represented. I agree. He looks greasy and gross. <laughs> not suave. Yeah, like a used car salesman. And he doesn't have the... He just has, like, a suit on. It's not like a fancy, old-timey... yeah. Yeah, like you're supposed to look like an English gentleman, not like like you said, a used car salesman. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, he looks slick. But um, anyway, Puddin ask me again, and I'll tell you the same. That is in every other book, I think. That's a requirement. I think Jake or Eddie or both may have said that several times. Oh, you were right. I'm sorry. It's Village of the Damned. Why did I think it? Maybe it was the Iron Man. Well, the children are definitely the damned ones in the village. Well, they're the only ones left. Oh, wait a second. Oh, that's why. Because, so the movie is Village of the Damned, but then they're talking about... The book is Children of the Damned? Everyone... I don't know. I Yeah, how do I not understand that? It just says, although the movie never said, Bobby figured the, and this is capital, Children of the Damned, uncapital, must have been caused by some sort of outer space phenomenon. Maybe he was just referring to the children, but the name of the movie was Village? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Every time, yeah, it's weird. Every time he talks about Children of the Damned, it's capitalized. I don't even care. Anyway. Um, Yeah, and that's and when they're at the carnival, it's it doesn't like he wasn't even watching the guy because he didn't need to. I thought that was pretty cool. Like most of the time, you you know they think that you're trying to like watch where their hands go, and that never works. So he was like, I don't need to. I just I knew where it was because he knew where it was. Like he could see what the guy was thinking. So <laughs> it's like, go ahead, do your whole theatrical thing. It's that one. Yeah. That one. Are you done? <laughs> yeah. The only chance you got is to not think about where it is, and good luck with that. <laughs> um, but he, Plus, I feel like he should have like took that guy to the fucking cleaners. He was way too nice with that guy because <laughs> he was totally ripping them off. Because when the money came in, they was like, "Yep, sorry about your luck." And then he didn't want to. Then he didn't want to pay out the first time he lost. It took him a minute, and then I think Bobby just won the money back they spent, and he was like, "Now get out of here. I don't want to see you anymore." So. That guy was clearly shady. But. Yeah, but remember, his mom, his whole life has been. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't know if. I think yeah, he yeah he never saw a straight six. He didn't. Well, he didn't. Bobby didn't even know what that meant though. So I don't know if he knows about gambling. Inside straight, he didn't like. Yeah, I think she yeah. made that up. Uh, I think that was part of his motivation. He did it because she would say not to do it. I think he, he has that conversation with himself or something. Yeah. Um. But I guess my my point is that like I would understand why his first encounter his inclination wouldn't be like take this guy to the cleaners. Yeah. Well, plus, was he, also boy, he's twelve. Like. Yeah. <laughs> not a lot. Of yeah. Girls Still timid about the world. Why don't you just grow up already? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you, Claudia? Going to be twelve forever? Go through what Jake's been through, and then you'll be okay. <laughs> Right, Jake is not your ordinary twelve-year-old. <laughs> um, so random, but I'm like, I miss Jake. <laughs> I miss Eddie. I was thinking about that. I was like, man, I feel like I haven't talked to Eddie in a while. Because even Wizard and Glass is mostly not Eddie. Yeah. Or any of them. Why is the town square clock bonging early? Does that mean something? Oh yeah, that was another. I forgot about that. That's a sign of the low men. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was. Yeah, I didn't realize that. He said it would be early or not ring enough times, stuff like that. Oh, that's concerning. Well, there. How does Ted not notice that too? I don't understand. That's what I was thinking. Uh, the buying of the clock's pretty loud. Is Ted deaf as well? <laughs> I like how. Do you think mental problems are funny? He's like, gee, no. I feel bad for people with loose screws. Um, <laughs> I don't think you should probably say that that way to them, at least. There was another, this is so not even the point, but there was a part of the very beginning where they're talking about, like, someone being fat again, and it's like, I want to be like her, and then the guy goes, but she's fat. And the girl's like, yeah, but, like, in a cool way, not in a fat way. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, oh, come on. (laughs) Just stop. Just just don't. (laughs) You have no idea. Kai Ma, a Kamai shows up. I'm not sure. Kamai, what does that mean? Eddie goes six. I'm going to. He's talking about the, the fight. If Eddie goes six, I'm going to send my boy to bed without his supper. Irving Clendine, a Kamai. I don't know. 
Apparently, it means fool. I've never seen that before. I don't remember that one. Kamai, which is low speech or high speech or one of those people, a fool, apparently. Oh. I, I made a note right there. He was talking about, he was asking Bobby about the fight between Hurricane Haywood and Eddie Albini. I was like, yep, there you go, betting again. Not a good show. They always bet and it always ends badly. That's all. You know, so I don't know if this one does in theory, but so far, every other one has. Wait, what ends badly? When they bet to get money. Oh, well, um, I, yeah, I guess. I don't really remember. <laughs> Jake missed his whole reason for being there because he got his ass beat within an inch of his life because of the, he was... Uh, oh, working. yeah, that's right. Right, right, right. Well... <laughs> well, yeah, it's not like uh, his his other course of action to earn money didn't really do much for him either. So, like, what are you supposed to do? What, being a school teacher. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in the sixties. Um. Yeah, Bobby noticed the puffiness of her eyelids. Why is she crying all the time? I mean, I guess it's whatever she's getting into. She really doesn't want to do, but she feels like she has to. I guess is the answer there. Yeah. Yeah, just so, I don't know. In my head, it's very, whatever she's into is really bad. And it's so horrible. And yeah, you're right. I almost feel bad. But I think she's financially motivated, so I don't feel too bad. But I don't know that. Uh, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we've talked about her enough. I, yeah. I don't, I don't think that. Well, I'm at the part near the end now where they keep talking about how she's like crying all the time. So well, I was just going to say, I don't think it's like. She's just like, you know, up, I don't know how to explain what I'm thinking, but I very much get the sense that, you know, things are escalating quickly out of her control. She doesn't know how to handle it. She doesn't know how to handle anything. Like, she's spiraling. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she's on her own. She's not good at being doing the adult stuff, maybe. Yeah. yeah I'm, it's not an excuse. And, like, again, you know, I feel so bad for Bobby. But I don't think it's just her... Oh, that's the other thing I was going to say is like, I know that there are many people in situations like that where it's not that black and dry. It's not just quit then. Like, you know what I mean? Otherwise, they wouldn't be in that situation or that's victim blaming. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's not people say that, but it's not easy to just drop everything and start over either. Um, And then you got to run and hope you don't get it. Yeah. Anyway, um, I like how when the guy gets like puts his mom in the car, Bobby goes all over to the flies and he's like, kill the pig, cut his throat. <laughs> like, yeah. That would be cool. Ooh, I also really liked what um, the commentary on that where it was like, so you have the the guys who come and rescue the kids, but then it was like, who rescues the rescue crew? And Bobby was like, I don't get it. They don't need to be rescued. They're adults. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Piggy and them, yeah. I, I get. Uh, I think that was a happy ending, right? I mean, I mean, ostensibly. Uh, I guess. Is it implied in the worse. book? Like the kids, like <laughs> I don't think it was implied in the book when they get rescued that they they kill like everybody on the boat or anything. But that's kind of sounds like that's what Ted's saying. Yeah, to be honest, I don't remember exactly. But I didn't get the sense that, like, everybody was dead, obviously, or they wouldn't have been rescued. <laughs> yeah, they, well, yeah, I think it, I think it ended when the, like, boat showed up and they were all full on fucking tribal. Right, right. Like, the point was just about how, how, what can happen, I guess, not exactly what you'll The prim and proper Englishmen, uh, given their baser instincts. Or... It's the whole promise of primal. <laughs> we're back to that. Wow. You know, it's an interesting way to uh, say it. Well, no, Primal is a show. <laughs> oh, premise. I thought you said promise of Primal. I'm like, oh. No, 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 no. Oh, see, I like what I heard way better than what you said. Promise of Primal. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that sounds really cool. <laughs> yeah, you know, let the beast out every uh, full moon. Um, okay, so they go down they're well they're about to go down he spends a lot of time talking about these movies that i don't really care about uh and they go into the i don't know what the bar's called but that's where six ends so i feel like 
Oh, the pocket. That's what it's called. Um, shit's about to hit the fan. It's kind of been a slow burn up to this point. We're just living with Bobby and doing what he does and reading books. And, um, and he he's really good at that. Like, kind of nothing happening, but he's good at filling the pages with nothing happening while you're, like, getting to the point where something's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's all that. I mean, that's what we love about Stephen King. It's all that character yeah. development. The story. Even we were talking about the myths. Like it's not about the monsters. They're like the background. It's about the people fighting each other. Like that's Stephen King. It uh-huh. sure there's monsters, but the people are quite often the monsters. That's uh, what the stand is about too. It's like yeah, there's other stuff going on, but so much of it is them fighting each other. Well, the stand's a little different because you don't know how much of that is Flag's influence or if they're just bad people. Well, um, that's fair, I guess. Like Nadine, you know. She's like the worst person in the world, but would she be that way without flag on her all the time? Right. Um, What's Harold's excuse? <laughs> well, Harold's a monster. <laughs> Harold, Harold had an opportunity. He had several. Okay, sorry. Fixated on his high school girlfriend. or uh, Crush. Not girlfriend. Yeah, his middle school crush, even. <laughs> um. Okay, think we're good. Um, we'll see what happens to the uh, what the sad story of Bobby and his mom and their upstairs neighbor. I shouldn't say sad. I meant sad because of his mom. I didn't <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, spoilers. <laughs> no, I guess it's, I don't know. It's like Lord of the Flies. I don't know whether to say it's a happy ending or not. Um, well, it's not a happy ending, but I don't know if it's necessarily sad. Anyway, let's do that next time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry. Well, no, like I was going to say more. More. Most Stephen King doesn't really have a happy ending. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's why I got into him. I think. Um, what did I say? The first book I read, I think, was Salem's Lot, and that was definitely not a happy. Ending. <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure the whole town's dead at this point. Or undead. <laughs> right. Not alive, as it were. <laughs> Alive that was. Um, okay, two weeks for yeah. the rest of Hearts and Lands. Yep, sounds good. Yeah, and then let's do the sisters after that. So if you don't have it or you need me to, I mean, it's, well, before we write that, we'll talk about that next time. But let me see how long it is and uh, see what I think of it. But I think we should just, might not, might even be able to throw it in as part of another episode. Like, I don't know how long the book is. Um, but it's it's just rolling by himself in that one, and it's kind of cool the way it makes sense, Amber, in as a prelude to Father Callahan. Okay, I totally forgot he was coming back too. <laughs> yeah, I felt like that was kind of a spoiler, but I don't think it is. <laughs> nah. So let's have to read the red thing a lot. Right, we already uh, talked about that. Yeah. So, yeah. What's today? The 12th, so what's that? 26th? Yep. Yeah. 5th is not around. Uh. 26th I am. So, okay. Uh, end of the podcast. Uh, see you in February. Um, because <laughs> sometimes I take the end of the podcast and just isolate that. For when I split the episodes, then I have then it sounds the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I have to isolate that. Um, so February twenty sixth, uh, you know, same bat channel, same bat time. End of the podcast. I don't want to say episodes when I do that because it gets weird. Okay. <laughs> End of the podcast. See you in two weeks. Everybody, say bye. Bye. Bye.